Welcome to Open Relationship Podcast, where we have an open and honest conversation about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ community and beyond. I'm your host, Rodney. I'm Marco the Prince. I am Shazam. And I'm Solomon. And we are on episode six. Yes. Hey, bump yes. on a 10. Hey, season two. Okay, as we always know, we have our collection plate in the middle of the table. So what that mean, guys, we take one plus one equals two. Mm. Shout out to Beyonce, because yes. she said it first. Please do. We'll take a dollar, a dollar. Compared was too low. You're right. We are dollar bitches. I thought we was five star bitches. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's we gonna take, <laughs> no, we take a dollar minimum. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah dollar yeah. minimum. At least buy a coffee. Okay. <laughs> but also, if you are listening to us on whatever podcast platform, please, please, please give us five star ratings because Trina said, I made the what, who said that? Wait, I want fucking. It was up. Trina, Nikki, everybody. Yeah, everybody name. you know, you know the song. You know the song. So that's gonna give us five stars. <laughs> and I, <laughs> look, I'm about to rap it, but I'm like struggling for hers for so the wolves. I've been rich. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I love you, Trina. <laughs> Shout out to Trina. But um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, but thank you all so much tuning in. Um, we do appreciate you here. All right, Solomon, how was your week? My weekend. Uh, was actually Ooh. amazing. I, ha- I went on vacation. <laughs> Where'd you go? I went to Florida. Like, <laughs> but, 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 you know, no, he said weeky. I said, we got there. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, it was a long weekend. Um, but it was amazing. Went on vacation, went to Florida. Um, had a great time. Got the rest that I needed. Um, sat out by, or sat out on the beach. For four days? You got a little tan. Uh, little tan. Yes, Is it tan everywhere? A lot of tan. <laughs> You're yeah. glowing. Okay. You got a lot of tan. You look happy. Hmm. Got a little white mark. <laughs> I do. You're glowing. Yes, white mark. <laughs> but, you know. I ain't mad at you. That's cute. I need to go to the beach town. You do. Ooh. Oh, I didn't mean. <laughs> 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 hey, get a little perm, get a little color, <laughs> get a little tan, bitch. Look, you got the days. Go. Oh, oh don't, Ooh, no, yeah. I don't. No, I don't. Oh, y'all starting early today. Thank you. I got the weekends to go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the beach. <laughs> there you go. That's how you fix that, <laughs> Marco. <laughs> Oh my, <laughs> um, my week was long. Uh, after we left last week, I was dead to the world. I was sick. Um, oh. I had like a 24-hour or a 48-hour bug. Uh, but the weekend... I like how you just backed up. What? Huh? <laughs> you said, he said I was dead to the world and you were like... <laughs> I even have for two weeks. <laughs> Look, I don't know where it came from, but uh, the weekend was good. Uh, started off very high, and then it just ended with some shit. Just a lot of dark clouds coming my way. But you know what I said? If I can get up and go to work for the white man, I can get up and do the things that I need to do in life. So there you go. Hey, yes. that's real. That's a word. Yes, that's real. Shazam, how was your weekend? I told you I'm living my soft life. I didn't do nothing. I went to a barbecue, <laughs> went to brunch one day. I went to Atlanta. Have y'all been to Hobnob since they redone it? I yeah, love it. Baby. I, I want to go. 
one upstairs. The niggas be they out. Had hookah. Okay. Who that was playing? And it's the rooftop where you can look down. <laughs> looking over at the peasants. Like, hey, y'all. Like, what? You know that blue ivy meme where she looking down on everybody? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I went to Hobnob. Um, after like the whole little, I went like 20 days without drinking hard liquor. And I tried to drink hard liquor on Saturday. Ooh. And baby... Call me the Prosecco Princess because I'm not drinking no more hard liquor. I can't do it. Mm. My body was like, no, lay down. You needed a whole 24 hours. It was bad. I woke up the next day and I felt every bit of my age. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Which is 22. Hey. Yeah, uh, looks so well on you, baby. <laughs> you're glowing. Yeah, right. like you're glowing. <laughs> I'm not the only one glowing. <laughs> right. Maybe this is the glow side of the table. Maybe y'all need some serums or some. Look, some I extra do. Things. I need. I don't put these bags. Get like Rashida's, baby. Oh my oh. god. <laughs> <laughs> Rashida knows she got bags. She said it herself. Rashida got bags. Her husband's a girl. <laughs> Kevin Shell was crazy, man. I was unhinged. She's that girl. Ooh, shout out oh to Kay, baby. Yeah. Um, how was your weekend, Rodney? I got a new puppy, a Bernard, a Bernard Doodle. Um, he's gonna get at least about 150 pounds. Oh, Jesus! Oh, wait. Oh yeah, Kendrick Lamar, baby. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna feel safe. <laughs> What'd you name him? Um, Bluxy. Okay. Like the city? Yeah, uh-huh. That's Biloxi. Cute. Okay. Um, and what else I do? I went to see Lettuce at Jazz Festival okay. and oh my God, she tribute Nina Simone. I know. And it, was, it was just so good. Oh, that girl is under fucking rated. She can do no wrong. Every time I've seen Lettuce perform. She's amazing. I'm actually irritated because on Friday, Samara Joy was there and I fell asleep and missed it. Mm. I don't know who that is. Oh my gosh! Look her up. Her okay. voice is like it's under. You can't even describe it. But when you hear it, you're like, "Whoa!" She was. She was I need to really look her up. Yeah, I'm a researcher. When I tell you, let her see that that girl can sing. Mm-hmm. Baby, <laughs> I go see him um, on tour for a couple of coins because okay. she earned she she earned it. Yeah, she can sing. Um, but let's get to the show. Let's do it. Yes, what's going on? Uh. I just want to highlight real quick the uh, 2023 graduates of this season this year. Uh, congratulations to all y'all for doing the damn thing. Um, and also, highlight Tina Turner, the queen of rock and roll, have left us with some hits. You know, at first, people were like sad and talking about it, like, oh my God, she died. But like, if you watched her documentary on HBO, mm-hmm, Tina mm-hmm. died happy, baby. Like, she literally, like, left the United States. She gave up her citizenship, became a citizen of Switzerland, bought her a mansion on the lake, Dude. sold all the rights to her music, got all this money, mm-hmm. and literally was like, I'm happy. Like, knowing all the pain she went through and then unpacked that, got through that, had to watch everybody make mockery of it, honestly, because there was always jokes about anime eat the cake. Like, mm-hmm. I, that was never funny to her. And then on top of that, see people have to, like, you see your story play out on TV all the time. BC runs that movie every day. Mm. And then, like, still get through that and be rich and, like, and go happy, marry your husband and be like, man. okay, I'm done. Yeah. But I think that's the the key point, being done. Mm. Yeah. Like, but we'll talk about that. I like, we'll I like talk what about you that did later. There. That almost we'll goes back to your when is enough enough question from last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. And when she sold the rights to her music and all that, she was like, I'm done. Like, I did what I was supposed to do. Tina is uh, just 
Fucking amazing. This household on Sunday in the rolling, cleaning, doing, right. mm-hmm. rolling, cleaning and wiping, sanitizing. But I like that song when she made. And I just listened to the lyrics. I'm like, damn, this is a good song. Um, fuck. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I die with you. I die without you. I'd rather be dead. You talking about River Deep Mountain High. How does right? song go? Do I love you? My oh my. No, 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 no. Simply the best. Oh. Simply the best. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Better than yeah, all the rest. I don't know the part that you're yeah, she said, about. She said, I'd rather be dead. Like, I'd rather be dead without you, basically. Yeah. Mm. But um, it was sweet. She had her husband, gave her a kidney. It's in the lyrics. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. I'm a lyricist. I know what it is. We got some research to do. Research it. It's Google. but no but like her story that's so sweet and her husband gave her a kidney she had Mm. kidney issues and like you said like she said she lives her life mama Mm -hmm. was done and mama went out to how she wanted to go i think that's beautiful you know you're not fighting you're not scared of death you let death catch up to you and she lives her life and that's if i am blessed to have that option You know, not I don't want the pain, Lord. Lord, I'm gonna deal with pain. But you know, if I'm know I'm dying, I'm going to still live till I can't live no more. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying. That. But it, and think, Tina did that. But I think that's something um, that we don't think about often because we're so, especially in this society, we're so focused on living and being young as young for as long as we can. Mm-hmm. But we're always dying, right? Every day. Every day. Um, but it's what you do. On that journey and I think Tina Turner was a perfect example of when you make decisions for you and you live by that and you die by that that's peace simply the best <laughs> My favorite song was when she was like, I'm talking to the priest. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she yelling like a mad woman. You want something to drink? Hell yeah, I want something to drink. <laughs> Love that movie. All right, PT and girl. All right, y'all ready to get in these streets? Let's do it. You want to the streets, child? The girls is going crazy because Gabrielle Union, She first of all, she's always speaking a word. And the Love girls Gab. always want to drag her for speaking her truth. So Gabrielle Union went on a podcast. Mm-hmm. And she stated that her and Dwayne Wade splits the bills 50-50. When did Gabrielle come on here? Like, <laughs> she me? came here? No, I said on a podcast. Same grace. Listen, she can. Okay. Gab, if she you watch it, girl. Up. That's what I'm trying to say, girl. When you came here, <laughs> stop by our house. <laughs> Bless us with your presence. Um, yeah, so the girls is dragging her on Instagram, talking about why her and her husband splitting bills and... He's the man, and she just don't need to work and do all this full of uh, shit. But me personally, I don't think nothing's wrong with splitting bills 50-50. Um, and one thing that really stood out to me, she quoted, she was like, well, I have other financial financial responsibilities outside of my husband and this family. Mm-hmm. So whether it's her sister, her friend, or whoever it is, she has to still get up, work, and make these coins to not take away from this family, but to provide for this family over here. And I was like, well, that makes perfect sense. For one, Dwayne Way has, I want to be respectful, two daughters, right? Because I'm not. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Two daughters and one son. Right? It's three kids. Yes. It's three, I'm just trying to be politically correct. Because she's a female now, so be respectful. Um, but that's a lot. And, you know, I don't know if he, then he has his own 
things going on. I'm supporting like that's their marriage. One thing mm-hmm. I have to realize like that what's going on in your marriage and your business. Now, when you share, you get ridiculed at your business too. Cause you share it with the world and you pay 50 50. I don't see nothing wrong with it. You know, if I mean the Wayne way, like he got a coin, but mm-hmm. I probably like 60, 80, 20, you know, <laughs> little 20 percent in there. That's like a good 20,000 for the house bills. <laughs> I'm very much so like candy birds to the bullshit. Like when you get a husband, then you tell me how to operate with one. Right. Cause I think so many mm-hmm. people stick their noses in married people's business. And it's like, she said this on the podcast, so of course, like, it's inviting people to comment. But the things that people are saying in the comments and the things that people are saying on Twitter, just stupid. Like, y'all stop it. Because at the end of the day, like, 50-50 for them is not 50-50 for y'all or for us. Okay? Okay. Very clear. Very clear. Okay. Because um, their 50 probably takes care of mine a lot. Okay. <laughs> Probably my goddamn salary. I ain't gonna be ashamed. Bitch, this is Maybe. my salary. Okay. <laughs> Listen, give me a 50. I'm quitting my job. <laughs> Simply the best, bitch. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna wear that out tonight. All nice. If so, okay. Title. Simply the best. Tina Turner. Shout out to you, baby. But I agree. Um, I agree with y'all. I am. I'm a big fan of Gabby. And I'm also one of those people, like, number one. Oh. oh, no, I love her. I'm like, <laughs> green. like I love her. I'm I love like, Gab. She is awesome. <laughs> um, when you put yourself out there, you do open yourself up for ridicule. However, I think Gabrielle Union is one of those people, one of those celebrities who is relatable. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't fake the funk. Like, she, she, she speaks her mind. And she speaks from her reality. Um, and I think a lot of people, to your point see the the fame the celebrity and they think that because they have more they should perform a certain kind of way um but Gabrielle Gabri- Union is like no this is this is who I am and then she also talked about like having insecurities about money right correct yep. so tell us a little, a little bit more about that oh on the spot um so um. she was talking. I like that. I had to watch it. <laughs> she was talking about like how she worries about like if a movie gets canceled, if a commercial doesn't come through, like she can't pay her half of the bills. Right. Like what happens if she can't pay her half? And I think one thing you have to respect about Gabrielle Union, like you said, she's real and she's like personable. <laughs> But she really don't give a fuck. Right. She don't. She like came out of her book and was like, yeah, bitch, I used to be mean. I used to bully these girls. What the fuck y'all gonna do about it? I'm sorry. Like she is very much so. I said what I said. And even you look in the comments, there were a few times where she commented back to people like, okay, well, this is still my marriage. And like, she ain't called nobody no broke bitch, but she was still just like, okay, it's my marriage. Like, what you gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. So I like the way she like just says things and she sticks to it. She don't back up. She don't be trying to beat around the bush. She gonna say it and stick with it. But I think it also speaks to that... Um that notion that uh, when you, it's not when you have more, you do more, but mm-hmm. no, more money, more problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, you get money, and I think a lot of people think that, you know, they they increase in their income or they, they get a two-person household and, like, their life is going to change. It doesn't work that way. Like, your responsibilities increase. Um the stress increases mm-hmm. and like she is she's a working adult yeah and jobs don't come it's not like she goes to a job every single day 
Thank like, you. I don't want to touch on something when you get done with your point. Yeah, it's not like she goes to a job every single day. Like, she has to look for work. She mm-hmm. has to, like, jobs have to come to her. And that can be hard to come by. I'm going to say this. I know a couple of verified celebrities who was on hit sitcoms on certain um, TV networks. <clears throat> you think they got a bag and they don't. Uh, they really don't. Um, this thing about Monique got paid $50,000 depression. Just imagine her stretch of $50,000, even though the movie was hype. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. Oh, you got 50000 <clears throat> You got to make the last. You get another booking. And if your mortgage is $2,000, $3,000 a month, that goes out fast. And you got other shit. You got to think about that. You know, you have to keep hustling. If you are not mm-hmm. getting booked like that, like some said, your money is going to be dried up. What's the reality TV show? Okay, so remember I, remember I told y'all I don't watch reality TV. Uh, but what's the, what's the reality TV show with the, the gay couple, Jason and Adair? Who? Who? On Netflix. The, um, I think it was on Netflix. They're uh, stylists. Yeah, 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 Netflix. I love them. I love them, too. And, you know, Gabrielle Union is one of their friends. Uh-huh. And Adair was trying to um, decorate their house. I think this was a new house or mm-hmm. a condo or something. And you can see Gabrielle Union, like, calculating numbers. Like, she was like, Smart woman. Okay. Smart woman. Anybody, anybody in a reasonable situation would just be thinking, like, you know, can we afford this, this, that, and the other? And, you know, he's he's there to work. He's like, oh, yeah, y'all got it. And she's like, Mm. She know what she had. If exactly. I want to spend twenty thousand on no fucking picture, I ain't gonna spend twenty thousand on no fucking picture. picture. For one fucking wall, bitch. <laughs> but look, it's, it's the reality. And yeah, I, that's I what I'm saying. People are so caught up in the fantasy um, that they lose touch with reality. I'm glad that she takes that stance because we see celebrities do crazy stuff like. We all remember when Oprah was like, Tony, you have Gucci flatware. I don't have Gucci flatware. And Tony Braxton started... Gold and gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Tony started crying. And it's like, you filed bankruptcy how many times and you got Gucci flatware? It's like, you have to at some point make a decision like and be smart. So I applaud Gab for doing like that because we see so many celebrities get money and then boom, it's gone. Let me say this. I'm going to play. Please don't beat my ass. But (laughs) it's in the news. I'm going to put the news. (laughs) But, um... With Uh-oh. him and Rick Ross are going at it, gonna play with um, what's his name? Breakfast Club, DJ Envy. Shop, DJ Envy, Ooh, and Rick good. Ross is going at it back and forth. Mm-hmm. And you have artists who have these chains. I'm keeping simple. Let me keep it simple. Mind have these chains, these things like that. And you would be shocked if an artist who is be, like act like they put the facade like oh, I got this money, and you are doing GoFundMe's. That, that lifestyle is not adding up, and. Unfortunately, it was a child involved, but I don't think I truly don't think Evie was being rude to the child. He just saying you, your homies, all your homies showing gold bling 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 in your videos, but they're doing GoFundMe's when things happen. And then it goes to think about if you are having money, why don't you have health insurance? Okay. Like it just makes you think about things that matter. Even barbers don't have health insurance. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck you gonna do if you hurt your hand, bitch? Right. Like that's how you make your money. You don't have no insurance on your hand. Life insurance. Per the Affordable Care Act, they're gonna get slapped on their taxes for that if they file taxes. And as they should, it's no way. It's no way if I'm a hairstylist, barber, and I work with my hands, I don't have short term disability. DJing, all that. Maybe the pinky is gonna be covered. Okay. <laughs> I broke okay. a pinky. I need STD claim. <laughs> and it's short term disability. Okay. You gotta let people know what that means because people who don't work don't understand. But that's a short term disability. Okay. <laughs> so, like, it just makes you think about. <laughs> you gotta let people know because people try to try you. 
But uh, but yeah, it just it just makes you think about like don't <laughs> fall for this hype. My grandma also said, "Good looks might get you in a door, but your brains keep you there." Mm-hmm. And all these women got these bodies. So yeah, your man take care of you now. You got this big ass booty in the big ass cities. Right. But you gonna be forty years old one day. It's gonna be another young bitch with a big ass with a big ass city. You gonna go to the side. Cause he don't want the lump to jump the hump some more. He want the new pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the semen ass either. Bitch, that's been 15 years ago. <laughs> oh. Like a semen ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like women do. Some women do so much to get a man to keep this. Oh, I, I want to be taken care of because I got titties and ass. Be thinking, oh, know, man. it does. I'm, you gonna get? I'm just saying, you gonna get old one day. And I love Big Angel. Look how Big Angel look with these big ass titties in her fifties. Rest in peace. She is totally different than the. But the you know what I'm saying? Like show. that's ridiculous to me. You go like you're going to get old one day. So like. Just age gracefully. Don't shit on grab your union because that bitch got a man at the end of the day. And a man that has the money. Okay. And while I'm right here looking pitiless with no man. <laughs> How can I talk about a bitch with a man? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say the uh, Phaedra quote from Real Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> Straddle to the face. That's all I got. I'm doing my cousin. <laughs> Speaking of finances, uh, I got to put my the hometown on blast for Memorial Day weekend and these uh, D.C. Memorial Pride prices to get into these functions, these cookouts, these after parties. So D.C. had a cookout Ari Lennox hosted. um, Sound like a meal. I love Ari Lennox. Did you see her outfit? It was so cute. It was so cute. cute. Mm. But they were charging $70 to get in. Rightfully so. For a cookout? Yes. Was it food included? I I tried. First of all, who cooked the food? So I don't know. But there was tents. There was vendors. But the food wasn't free. You just had to get in. I mean, it's it's Ari Lennox. They probably had to pay about $50,000 to book her. So, I mean, just thinking from an economical standpoint, I want my money back, too. I'll recuperate my money. But it will at least come with something, like at least one free meal from a choice of vendor. Mm. Like I'm not paying said I mean, cause she, I mean, she okay, but she ain't. Let me shut up. But I was like, I love Ari. She I love Ari. Ari, and to me, the seventy dollar price tag is not like, it's not, it's not bad. I feel like at this point in our life, if you want to have good experiences, you have to put some money behind it. Set paying seventy dollars to go to the cookout. Let me finish my point. Put your finger down. <laughs> but $70 to go to a cookout and actually enjoy the atmosphere and see Ari Lennox I think it's cool a few years ago they had Megan Thee Stallion I think I paid like 50 or 55 or something like and Megan was up there and she performed Ari got up there and performed if you went to Ari Lennox concert you would be spending some money because you're going to go to the bar you're going to like it's about experiences and I'm very much so you're going to get the money back pay for the experience agreed I'm with you. Um, I think people spend like 30 bucks just to get into the club over in, on a weekend. And they do that every weekend. And that's a regular weekend. So yeah. now you're at a holiday weekend where all the fine black gays and came to one city. Right. Um, and so you're spending $93,6912, a month. A month just to go and look at the same people <laughs> every weekend. But you made a point. You do. You definitely did. <laughs> and so, and we're talking about like $30 is probably the minimum. Right. Correct. And then you're also buying drinks too. So, and yeah. so now you're spending $75 
And you, you probably bought it, a bottle before you even got to the club right. yeah. at and, your house. And even if you don't buy any food or liquor, you get a show for $75. I would say this, though. What did somebody report? I don't remember what podcast, what episode it was. That, um, I always get Chloe and Haley mixed up. Which one? Is it Chloe? But which one are you talking um, about? Haley did Little Mermaid. No, Chloe. I, I was shocked that her concert Hallie. ticket. We're going to put some respect to her name, Hallie. I was shocked that her concert ticket was like $30 Chloe, to go see yeah. her. But y'all paying still to go see Ari Lennox? That'll make sense to me. I think it really just depends <laughs> on the vibe. Yeah, like, the vibe you're going it, for. It depends on who. They have different vibes. And so Ari, like, I would go see Ari, Ari Lennox. It any, makes sense, though. Ari's had several tours. This was Chloe's debut tour. First one. That is true. But $30? Oh. I don't know. Okay, let me just, I don't know. I would have paid more than thirty to see Chloe. I would. Me too. too don't say Chloe to me is a bigger artist. I don't know about bigger. I just think that her her show was worth more than thirty dollars. Okay, we can agree with that. I still think she's a bigger artist, but. Green <laughs> 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 <Read> the screen. <laughs> Shazam, take it away. So, situation with Shazam, gonna always give you some mess, something that all of us have been into. And this actually came from y'all. Like, we were sitting here last week when somebody <coughs> was running a little late. So, we were just having discussions. Whoever that was. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, situation with Shazam, I'm always gonna give y'all something that we've all ran into. And I love music, so it's always gonna be a song title. So, today is Situation with Shazam. Superstition ain't the way. Stevie Wonder, baby. Oh, yes. I do song, okay? <laughs> so last week while we were sitting here, we were just talking and we were all laughing about it, but it actually really like was sitting in my mind all weekend because I thought it was so funny. We started talking about black superstitions that everybody has, random things that we like, where the hell did this come from? So what's some of the like black superstitions that y'all then have from like your grandma, your auntie? I started, when we were talking last week, I said specifically like, don't let somebody sweep your feet with a broom or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Like, I've never, like, where are these coming from? Like, my grandma. Oh, I have a ton. Oh, have so many. <laughs> right, Mississippi, I know you got some. Like, that one, what else? Like, don't sit your purse on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't buy your man a watch. Because time will run out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't buy your man shoes. Right. <laughs> they going to walk out. <laughs> 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 yeah. Don't let anyone kick your man's spaghetti. He put her pee juice in it. She's yeah, going to take true. your man. Wait, I <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> that, 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 that is one. That is a big like, one. Like, never what eat another it? woman's spaghetti? Mm-hmm. You never heard that? No. Yo, should no married man eat no single woman's spaghetti? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because they mean that single woman put her pee juice in to take your man. Mm. Good thing I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I watch out for that shirt. That's your response. <laughs> you said, what was the one last week? There was another one you said. <sighs> um. Oh, don't let, don't let someone, don't let a single person cook in your kitchen. Yes, that one. Mm. Had you ever heard that one? Yes. What? Mm-mm. I had never heard that one. Don't let another man cook this in your kitchen. This is my favorite one by my grandma. Rest in peace. Winnie Pooh. Winnie said, just because they gone, they shut the door to me, they gone. So if you talk shit about somebody, but you didn't got the car. Rest in peace with it. I never heard that I one. Remember, I was probably six years old, y'all, don't lie. And my grandma and her sister, rest in peace, all oh, they all gone, I won't cry. Uh, we'll talk about the other sister. <laughs> <laughs> and it came over, because they all go every Sunday. 
And the ill said, all right, y'all, I'm about to go. <laughs> and then Sally started to say something, hey, Sally. And Grandma said, wait, wait, should that bitch go? So she <laughs> You know, she would have called some, you know, so said, wait, should that bitch go? Because she might be no listen to our asses. For talk about And that just tickled me pink. And I heard that car say, rrr, rrr, rrr. said, all right. <laughs> she and also, my grandma also said, if someone know how your bedroom, if someone can describe your bedroom to a they be they fucking your man and they fucking your wife. Mm. I don't think that's a superstition. Sister. I think that's a real shit. That's, that's, that's just reality. Shit. So I know, oh, these your sheets. I said, yo, bitch, how you saw my sheets? <laughs> you know I, my thread counts. <laughs> okay. I think the main one that like stuck with me that I think like a lot of black people know is like the whole like New Year's Day meal. Oh, like cabbage, oh, black eyed peas, yeah. all that kind of thing. And they, that damn oil, they made castor oil, they made you take to clean out your system. Wait, what? What? Castor oil? For New the Year's Day? I, yep, yeah, that made you, it cleaned your system out. I've never done that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I ain't never done I that have, either. Unfortunately, a couple of times. <laughs> More than once. <laughs> Now, if you need a good clean, ain't got no water. <laughs> okay. Wow. So, Are there like any of these superstitions? That... <laughs> Are there any of these superstitions that y'all think y'all gonna like hang on and like when y'all have kids, y'all gonna tell them? All of them. All of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we grow up in a culture now where kids ask why. We ain't I ain't asked why growing up. My mom said I was just like, okay, whatever, we're gonna eat this cabbage girl, we're gonna be quiet. So what if your kid asks why? What you gonna tell them? Because I'm a not, lot of these things are I'm like because I'm not dead and I'm not broke. Wait, what? That's the only thing you're going to be able to tell him? Because I'm not dead and I'm, and I'm not broke. For all those superstitions we just Every named. Last one of them. Even the kitchen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say because your great-great-grandmama said it, and that's how I got your daddy, and he's still uh, here. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he ain't going to get... You are clouded today. Ain't nobody in my bedroom. <laughs> ain't nobody cooking no spaghetti, bitch. Okay. <laughs> ain't no single bitch at my house. And also, my grandma says, shouldn't nobody be at your house if you're not there? So basically, you say, like, if you had a, a, your husband, your best friend came over, they don't supposed to be at your house Mm-mm. until you get there. She said, don't bring sand to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so, interesting, because I think, and this is where I, like, kind of was like, huh. Wait, Marco, you got any you going to pass to your kids? Uh, definitely not letting any of my friends cook in my kitchen no more. Uh, oh. Wait, what happened? Oh, Ain't none of them touched my man's. Um, oh. I just never heard it. I was like, oh, that, well, that makes a lot of sense. I ain't never heard the kitchen with child. But go ahead. That's it. That's the only one. So, <laughs> follow-up question. Specifically, Rodney, I got a question for you. Uh, you got a lot of superstitions. And, baby, you you oh, you always talk about you going to church. So, how do these superstitions merge with, like, church life? Because I think a lot of, like, most African-Americans are, like, rooted in the church. But then they have these superstitions. And how do they, like... I don't really have no... Oh, Lord, I don't think I have any church superstitions. No, I'm not saying that you have church superstitions. I'm just saying how do they merge, like, religion and superstition? Do you think they merge? Or are they just, like, some old black things that we just be like, I would hope that some of these superstitions ain't going on in the church because they all negative. (laughs) (laughs) The one one that I know, so... (laughs) No, like, how do you balance those? Like, okay, don't let nobody sweep your feet because you're going... What is it going to end up in jail? Oh, you're talking about that that correlation. Yeah, like, you have superstitions, but it's like... I think the soup your feet is kind of silly. Like okay, putting your purse on the ground, are you yeah. gonna be broke? Because like I, I think the back eye peas is silly because I didn't eat cabbage one year and I 
an increase. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> so, uh, let me see what else. I think that's it. Yeah, like, um, some of, you know, this old folk tale from way back in the day, um, passed down from generation to generation, and um, I don't know. Never thought about it like that's a good question, Andy. <laughs> Y'all think they merge? I think it's a I think it's a good question because you know balancing faith and superstition mm-hmm. can be tough, um, but at the same time it's like I'm a person of faith, and at the same time I don't want to test it. Mm. Right? You don't want to test your faith or the superstition. I don't want to. I don't want to test the superstition, and so I can be secure in my faith, but I'm not going to try it. So, follow question. I'm going to play devil's advocate, literally. Mm-hmm. How are you secure in your faith if you're afraid to test a superstition? It's not that I'm afraid. It's just, like, I also don't... So, there are some things that in my family culture, like we do. So, um, put a pen, uh, put a penny over the door uh, for prosperity. Maybe even a cinnamon stick, because that's one of them. And also, like, throwing salt over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, so, these are all things that I still do. Um... And I think it's mostly out of habit. Yeah. And because it is part of that habit, you know, you kind of get that little tingle or that little chill down your spine when you're, like, doing something in the kitchen. You walk away and you're just like, I didn't. And then you just go ahead and you do it. (laughs) Um, And because I've been doing it for so long, it's just, like, kind of ingrained in me. Yeah. Um, And so, like, every, every place that I've moved to, I will put a penny over the door. Like the front door? Over the front door, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a good one. Um, I'm gonna say this: voodoo is real, <laughs> okay? It is. Um, my auntie, regardless of soul, was voodoo by lady by who was wanting my uncle, mm-hmm. and she ate some lady food, and she ain't been right since, and she died horribly. I'm not gonna lie, y'all. Her health declined. This is what I believe. What I was told by my grandmother: when you believe in God. You stay in the God realm because there's other realms out yeah. there where people pray to, yeah. and it's and they're real. And she said, if you're not strong in your faith and you're not believing what you are, with what we say teaching and believing, anything come and break your faith. So that's how you allow things in your life. That's why they put the with the baking powder and salt at the door, and if someone meets you any evil, they don't come through. And if you no know, evil spirits. Like people carry spirits. Spirits are real. Mm-hmm. Oh, spirits are definitely. Real. And uh, I'm just gonna keep it real. Like I, <laughs> I had to pray one spirit out. Somebody came in my house. I ain't gonna lie. It was a little hookup, and my house was just feeling weird. And I said, "This bitch, I brought a spirit in my goddamn no, house. Oh, energy, so, all that." Babe, I went to praying, and I <laughs> opened my window, and I saw good, and and, and the energy left, and mm-hmm. I never dealt with that person again. I see my all the time. I'm like, "Ooh, you got so much going on." So like. I just feel like you just stay with what you know, believe in your Bible, and somebody got some other shit going on, I don't fuck with you. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad that you made that reference because I don't know if y'all remember when the P-Valley episode came on where Diamond like took the seven pounds of pressure and like black folk went up like, we are not watching this demonic TV show. And I was like... They no, see, you like, do have some healing doctors. Right, mm-hmm. but they were like demonizing P-Valley about it. Like, oh my God, like we're not going to watch this. So I always think it's interesting to see like how people view religion and black culture because they try to like demonize black culture. But yeah, I just wanted to know y'all little superstitions. I know it's not Halloween, but... Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but I'm just saying voodoo killed a lot of white folks back in the day during slavery. Mm-hmm. Whole bunch of little folk tale in New Orleans. We love a New Orleans child. 
but not even just in New Orleans, like in the Carolinas. Yep. Um, like I, I have family in the Carolinas, and I, I have heard stories. I grew up with uh, stories of root workers and hoodoo and voodoo, um, and like when you think about the the power of spirituality, mm-hmm. the power of faith, the fa- the power of belief, like it has brought us so far. Yeah. And so that's something that we should also celebrate. I like it. It transcends yeah. time. Like it's kept black people for so long, you know. So yeah, yeah. Just stay in your realm, sweet babies. Don't go mess with nobody else spirituals. Whatever that is over there, you just stay in the Christian. <laughs> Keep the Christian faith. I'm just telling y'all because I mean I seen people get voodoo before and ooh. And I'm gonna share this story. I, I wasn't gonna share. So my aunt Callie says she had fish swimming in her leg. Y'all, this is a true fucking story. She said, go get some moss from the tree and put it on my leg to get the fish out. Y'all, when, and the moss was with no bugs in the moss. I, I checked it because y'all know I was gay. I'm like, bitch, I ain't drinking no bugs. I'm trying to help my auntie because she's just screaming. <laughs> like, literally screaming, y'all, like in pain. And when I tell you I put that moss on the air, she told I first saw squirm. I said, oh, no, baby. This ain't of God. I said, Grandma! Hey, <laughs> Kenny got fish in her head. Yeah, I was scared. Like, I really felt something fucking squirming. <laughs> and I said, no, Lord, this is not the work of the God. Did you run? I did, girl. I <laughs> Y'all, but she was screaming such, oh, y'all, it was horrible. I would never forget that. Ooh, verse in peace. Ooh, Jesus Christ. Angels watching over me. I'm so okay. serious. Cause God, <laughs> y'all people crazy. No, for real. <laughs> That's a good Richard Smallwood song, but I won't go there. <laughs> it's an amazing song. Mm. <laughs> All right. I guess we're transitioning to our menage a <laughs> <laughs> So for today's menage a um, we're going to talk about holding on to grudges and forgiveness. Mm. Um, and so what does holding on to grudges look like for y'all? Um, or are you a person that forgives or easily forgives? When I was younger, I definitely would hold grudges. But now that I'm like older, probably once I hit like 25, 26, I was like, like, okay, you sorry. Like, I forgive you. And unfortunately, when you like forgive somebody, it puts you back in the situation to experience the same Mm-hmm. Hurt again, but it's like if you keep doing that, that's something you got to deal with in you. Like you're, there's something wrong with you if you feel like you got to keep doing the same thing to me. Do I have to keep continue give you access to me? No, but like holding a grudge against you, that ain't gonna do nothing but make me age bad and have bad skin. To to what extent did your grudges look like? Because I know for me back in the day when I was a a whole mess, like someone did wrong by me, like I'm picturing you going off into the military and dying. Ooh. Damn. God. Like, I was, when I tell you, like, grudges for me, like, I was horrible. Um, like, you were literally dead to me. Mm. And Sound like my mama. Say what? <laughs> my mama liked it. It's sad. It's not, yeah. Yeah, it, it honestly, it is sad. Um, and then I grew up and started going through life, and then people actually just started dying, not because I was holding grudges. But then you start experiencing loss, and then it's just like, I really need to let this shit go. I need yeah. to start letting energy go. Um, and forgiveness became... You know, it it's probably sounds very cliche, but forgiveness became an act of courage for me. Mm. Like, it was something that I can hold on to. 
for me, I could really be mad with you for a day or two. And I just, I'm not a, a whole gross type person. Like, even when I'm mad at my friends, girl, I cuss you out when the next minute, next hour. <laughs> girl, what we eating at? <laughs> you can still be mad. Girl, let that shit go, bitch. <laughs> I'm over it. Like, I'm this, I don't, I never, because I, I, my mom, when you cross Diane, <laughs> she's going to let you know at the time you crossed her, what day it was, what color she had on. Like, and it's sad. Cause like, mom, you hold on to so much shit. These bitches living a life. Like, see, you still mad about something happening in 1980? Like, mama, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all old. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, to this, when somebody, like, even when mama said she just get angry. I said, mom, that's not healthy. Like, that person should not anger you that much when you feel you got to leave. You can't be around them. I don't like. I'm not getting about. That's too much power mm-hmm. yeah. for me. That's just too much wasted energy and too much power for. If I see you, I got lady event. Oh, so and so here that hurt me back in 1964. Girl, girl, not me. I'm gonna put on my freakum dress, show I'm backless, show your ass. Um, I hold grudges, um, but I can easily cut off all type of communication. I can still be in the room with people. Um, because if you purposely do something to hurt me, especially if I invested time, energy, communication, and we're on a different type of friendship level, like you purposely did that to hurt me. Would you so, be offended if I said that didn't shock me that you're going to say that? I was gonna, I was thinking the it same thing. It didn't shock me. Like, I knew <laughs> that you, I knew that you were going to say it. As soon as he said, I was like, I yeah, said I was that. like, it's not going to shock me. Yeah, I just no, like. Long story short, like back in high school, I was coming out. So in 1980. Diane. Diane Jr. (laughs) What do you say? I'm 22. (laughs) That was a good one. That was good. No, back in in high school, it was my senior year. It was my best friend at the time. We were close. Like, we knew each other's families, all this good shit. And I came out to her. And she told one of her best friends that, oh, well, Marco's gay. (laughs) And he came to me. He was like, oh, I didn't know you was gay. And I'm looking like, what? Who told you that? But I know she was the only person I told. Mm -hmm. So I went back to her. I asked her. She lied. She did all this shit. And to this day, like, I still don't talk to her. I don't follow her on any type of socials. If anybody from back home posts her on my Facebook or anything, I'm removing them because I just don't want to see it. Because, like, like, we were, like, best friends. Friends. Can so I ask you a question? Go ahead, get him. Because I, because <laughs> I'm like talking to my mama right now. Why do you give that person? This is honestly seeking so much power. Where you unfriend the person because you see a picture that you can just swipe up with. To me, it's not even like power. Like it's easy to hit a button and just continue on with my life. Like I'm not in the group chat. Like look at this bitch and like, you know, like doing all the blocking. I'll just unfriend and I can just move on. Like I don't need to see you. Like, I don't want your spirits because, like... Even if you are really cool with the person who just so happened to post a picture of the person. I might meet them for 30 days just so it's not on my So feet. you haven't let it go? No. She, that How, how like, for real, how long ago was that? Back in high school when I was 22. So what year was that? <laughs> uh, 20, uh, 2006. Girl. Let that go, please. I, no, I'm go. over it. Like, I, we talked You're about it. You're not over it. No, <laughs> we was 20 years. We talked about it, but, like, I don't feel the need to rebuild a friendship after you hurt me. No, you don't have to do that. I guess for me, it's the fact that 
It just say for if I see, it's fine. Devin, <laughs> you know I don't like Devin. I don't fuck with Devin. But baby, Devin's not gonna control who on my motherfucking timeline. If I see the bitch, okay, cute for her. Keep moving. Oh. Like I, it's no reason to like have that much hate. <laughs> Tell the truth, I don't fuck with her. He know I don't fuck with him. We, it's, it's no fucking secret. But like, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna friend somebody because they posted him because we might share mutual friends. You know what I'm saying? I might see him in a room one day. I don't know how, but if I do, I'm not gonna be like, oh, let me leave because Devin here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna give somebody that much power over me. If you fall off that shoe, you want to make me fall off. I'm gonna be laughing, smiling, kicking. See, for me, it's not like. I'm gonna leave the room or like give them that much power. I'm here because I wanna be here, but like I'm gonna keep my distance. I don't have to see you. Like I'll talk to your your best friend, your sister, your mom, but like they know, don't mention her because it it was some shit that really went down. You told the whole high school I thought she just told one person. Yeah. Well, she told it's him, like Wi-Fi. I get it. Yeah. I get what he's saying. Like you, like out of him, basically. Yeah, it wasn't like he just came. He was like, "Oh, I didn't know you was gonna." Oh, but you know, you cool with me. Like, no, like it just started going and going and going. And now we're not in high school, and I'm trying to figure out, like, am I really coming out? Like, this is not how I wanted to share my story. Like, that was a safe space for me. You were hurt. And I now, get it. I get it. It's an unsafe space, so I don't want to be around you. I I get it too. Um, my story to. Piggyback off of that. So my brother outed me to my dad. Mm -hmm. And it turned into a situation where, like, my dad and I didn't talk for, like, two and a half years. Um, and for a little while, I was mad. I, w I was upset. But it turned into the situation where I ended up getting what I wanted. And so, like, my brother really was, like, the vessel that started, or the catalyst that started me living my life. Mm -hmm. And so, like, my question to you, really, because it, it was a question for me at one point, like, why be mad at something that's true? Like, you, you were mad at her for outing you, mm -hmm. and here you are sitting out as an out man. So... That's a great question. Um, at the time, I was still trying to figure out who Marco was. Not at the time. We're talking about now. Oh, right today. Um, Therapy session. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Therapy 101. Um, we'll get an invoice later. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the girl you need when you see. <laughs> oh, restate it again. I'm sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> no, because that's like... She, I outed, mean, she outed you then. Mm -hmm. You're living out now. I mean, it, like, I guess I'm mad about, like, it was a safe space back then, and now, even living as an adult, being openly gay, I still have those triggers of, mm -hmm. there are certain things that I don't want to tell people because I am traumatized by that. So it was, like, kind of put me in a fucked up place, and I'm still kind of, like, going through the motions of it, mm -hmm. but, like, yeah. And that's fair. I get it. <laughs> Y'all can talk. <laughs> I'm yeah, just doing so, a little calculation. So, so, okay, well, what were you about to say? No, I was just going to say, it is, like, things that I am diving through therapy because of that. Like, I've only been in therapy for about five years, and we're still unfolding different chapters of my life of how it's affecting me as a 
adult, but also being black and gay and open about it. So, Marco, can I share something with you, friend? Yes. Your hurt is about to graduate high school. It's 17 years ago. He's about to graduate, go off to college. Oh, I like that. Your hurt is about to graduate high school. Honestly, 17 years ago, he's about to literally walk the stage, and he or she, wherever they are, and you still sit here. Let it go. Let it go. Please let it go. Let it go. You see that number? Is that mm-hmm. worth that? Of you a friend of people? Look look at that number. That's, that's a big number. For my piece, yes, but that is a big number. Okay. I ain't gonna pressure yes. no more. No, 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 you're fine. Do your work, but I just wanted to show you. Well, I mean, it, but it's not about pressing people because you know, at the at the end of the day, we're we're here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we're we're you're, we're talking about being in a safe space, mm-hmm. and you're also talking about having trauma from believing you were in a safe space and that was violated. Mm-hmm. And so, at the end of the day. I know that when I was violated in certain spaces, I brought that into future relationships. Mm-hmm. I I still bring that into current relationships. And so for me, being in my safe space, I need to know what you're bringing. So, you know, oftentimes we talk about what are, what are people bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. Like, this is your shit and this is what you're bringing to the table. And so I need to be aware of that. Because at the same time, I don't want to violate that. I don't want right. to violate you or re-traumatize you all over again. Mm-hmm. That's I real. received that message. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, what would forgiveness look like? I think it just goes back to what I said earlier. Forgiveness is I am putting my spa- myself in the same situation to possibly experience the same exact hurt, but I can't treat you as if I know you're going to do it again. I have to truly forgive and forget. Like I, I have to. If that's true, if you really want to give true forgiveness, and like. Not to get all like biblical and deep on people, but the moment I realized like I had to master forgiveness is like, Shazam, you be messing up all the time. You always doing some foolish stuff. Yet God be like, okay, here's another business opportunity. Here's another job. Here's a new car. Here's this. But somebody calls me out my name or somebody talks to somebody that I that I used to talk to and I want to be upset with you. But I mess up every day and God be like, here you go. I'm still going to give it to you. So I think you have to really to conquer forgiveness. You have to look beyond people's faults and see their needs. And if they're asking for Mm -hmm. forgiveness, they probably need your friendship. They probably need your light. They probably need your words of encouragement. So look beyond their faults, see their needs and give them forgiveness. I'm going to say this. I am a big protector piece. Mm-hmm. That's who fooled me once. Shame on I knew me. You were, I knew you were gonna say you that. You fooled me twice. I mean, no, fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. So if I give you a second chance, and it's very rare because some people just like, I see how you are. No, no hate, but I'm good. Like I can forgive you. I can like see you out. I don't have any. I'm not losing no hair of you, baby. I'm just. It's just too much because mm-hmm. I see people who are hurt. Like my mom and this, it, it it hurts me to see them like that. Like my mom, a person probably about to die. I hurt. That's how old her shit is. You know what I'm saying? They got grandkids. You know, like it, it's not worth that. So forgive. And if you want them in your space, like Shazam said, I'm going to forgive you. I'm not going to bring up anything. You cannot forgive. Be like, oh, but I'm going to no. You have to let it go. Yeah. They do it again. Then it's a it's, it's you you are this is who you are. So you show me who you are. It was a mistake. I'm just gonna let you go now. If you stay and keep doing over, that's your your prerogative. 
But like, just know what you signing up for. You gonna forgive again and again and again. They hurt you again and again. Cause you are you allowing it? Right. Mm-hmm. So just tell people this is where you hurt me. This is how we need to move forward. I forgive you. If you do it again, we done. My personal opinion, I don't think you can put a number or time limit on forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I think it gets very, you get very tricky when you try to say, I'm only going to forgive you one time for this or two times for this. Because we can even go back to the conversations around marriage. And you specifically said, if you build something beautiful, why would you give up so easy? So it's like, you are you going to forgive for them cheating. more than one time? <laughs> one time for cheating. <laughs> I think, I'm I telling think, you. I think it's hard to put a number on how many times I'm going to forgive somebody. I think it depends on the depth of the relationship. There's a lot of things that go into that when it comes to forgiveness. And so. So for me, I also think about I, I think it in two I think about it in two ways. Um, in order to forgive, you must f- first condemn, right? And so you're also you're saying that someone is doing something right or something something is wrong. Um, and I have overshared way too much on this show. Like America, Saudi Arabia, Jamaica. Where else are we, Aaron? Everywhere. everywhere. We everywhere, bitch. Everywhere. <laughs> We're syndicated. We're all okay. all world, countries syndicated. Worldwide. We're worldwide. Uh, old boy on YouTube. The, <laughs> uh, the other day who commented was like, I didn't think Solomon was a cheater. Chow. Look. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a look what? for me. It's not a But look. And so I can't look at somebody and be like, Oh, you are wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. Because I've done plenty of wrong, baby, <laughs> <laughs> and will probably continue to do wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, did you just say good? No, I said huh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I will probably continue to do wrong. Like, I I try to operate in my right mind, but sometimes you know I go yeah. left. Um, but at the end of the day, I also think about like. I did that to somebody else at one point in my life. Mm-hmm. And so um, I can I can extend grace. Now, granted, I'm, I'm one of those people, like, I don't have to think about it as being, like, right or wrong. I just have to think about it like, do I want it? Yes or no. And so, like, it's like when you go to a buffet and you see all these different options, mm-hmm. the, the chicken, it's not wrong. I just don't want it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go get something else. And so when you're talking about like that one time and you're talking about those numbers, like sometimes it's just like, I see who you are. I don't want it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Different mindset. But also think about this. Like, do I want this hurt? <laughs> no. Right. So, but also, look, look, when you think about, and I think this, this is one of my driving, this was one of my driving I like forces. That. This is one of my driving forces for doing this podcast because. When you have history and you freely share it, it no longer becomes ammunition. Mm-hmm. Like, so when... Bingo. When per, um, old boy... <laughs> I'm trying not to say names, right? Yeah. Uh, so when old boy was like, I didn't think Solomon was a cheater. Like, I could have immediately felt some kind of way about that. But I was like, yeah, I did. Thank God for therapy and growth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. <laughs> and that's a new man. <laughs> <laughs> and so... You know, we have to think about these things. And so, like, when I, I'm in this space or I'm getting into this space, I'm growing into this space of, like, my my stuff can't be used against me. Because if someone brings it up, I'm going to be like, and? 
when my friends ask me about forgiveness, I always tell them and they're like, oh, like, how do you give forgiveness or how do you get on timeline? When do you forgive? I always tell them if you aren't, if you can't forgive somebody before they ask for it, you're not ready to forgive them. That's mm. good. Because I think a lot of people are like, I'm going to wait until they apologize to me. No, bitch, you have to make up in your mind. Even if they don't tell you sorry, you got to be ready to extend forgiveness because that means you've let it go. If right. you can't be sorry before they ask for it, your forgiveness is not genuine. It's not true. You're only just doing it because they, you're, you're doing it as an act because they asked for an apology. You know what my grandma said is a good saying with uh, superstition. My grandma said some people dead in the grave are mad people walking this earth to this day. Mm -hmm. And you dead. Mm. <laughs> and they out here living. You know what I'm saying? This dies bad and angry. Hello? Like, don't do that, y'all. I just want to put that out there. Let's, let's think about that. Please don't be dead. We can drive. You can drive somewhere. I ain't trying to say that can happen to you, but I can even drive somewhere. And I'm mad at somebody something they did back in 2015. And they, I had to leave their brief. I'm in here like... <laughs> <laughs> you like what? You like what? <laughs> let it go but Marco before we move on um, so you may not have an answer right now right mm -hmm. um, but what do you think forgiveness would bring you <sighs> oh I would hope that it brings me peace um, and clarity uh, lately I've been on the journey of like what Rodney said uh, fool me once shame on me or shame on you fool me a second time shame on me um because I allowed you back into the MySpace and we've already had conversations and details and like, okay, so we ain't ever got to bring this up again, right? Okay, let's just go. And, you know, most of the times I have those conversations in depth at the park or wherever it is, just so we set the tone of how serious it is for me. Um, so, yeah, just peace and clarity. Get it. You got to seek it. Find it. Do it for you. You gotta let it go. Just get that what they made it on P Valley. Gotta take it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, wait. All right. So left <laughs> so left on red, you guys. This is the segment where you can send us letters and we're gonna read about it. Our website's openlationpodcast.com or you can email us at oblationpodcast.gmail.com. This is a response to what somebody said to our letter from last week. He said, a little dazzle-dazzle. Well, I think he meant razzle-dazzle. I want to assume. A little razzle-dazzle for y'all. <laughs> and his name is Renato. I am about to overshare. I was on stage at church rehearsing for a praise team. Mm. I am usually really hot, so my body radiate heats. <laughs> the guy next to me says, you smell like so-and-so. I didn't flinch. Ooh. I thought about it. He has been sleeping with my dude. My dude smelled like me. That's how I found out he was cheating on me. So more story is stop running your goddamn mouth, and you won't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what you wanted me to share. So, Ronaldo, just thank you for the We would like to like say something real quick before we go to the end. Child, watch them church girls. Okay, Beyonce told y'all church girls acting naughty don't hurt nobody. They let go of the body as soon as they get to the body. Yes, do not trust the church girls. Hell, I'm one. <laughs> no, but for real, you can't. You got. You cannot trust people around your man like that. You just no. can't, and that is unfortunate. And I applaud you because I'd have knocked him over the head with that mic stand, <laughs> baby. Uh, hallelujah. Do, do this. In remembrance of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right onto the table. Look, so I don't. Ooh, I want to know what happened. 
Like, I want to know what happened after this. I could do a follow up. Yeah, yeah, please do. Please do. So, you think you stayed with him? You think you think Ronaldo stayed with the man? Do I think Ronaldo stayed with the man? Um, yes. I won't say yes. Marco, what you think? Yep, we need a follow up. He definitely stayed with him. But it's definitely given Jill Scott in the grocery store. <laughs> Ronaldo, change your fragrance of choice. <laughs> Have a collection. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, uh, damn good conversation, y'all. Yes. Yes. So, thank you, openers. Thank you for coming and joining the four of us as we swallow hard topics and spit difference of opinions. See you next week. And.